My sister, Lori Vallow, murdered her children, Tylee and JJ, and buried them in a pet cemetery. And we're all trying to make sense of it. So let's talk about it. All right. Well, uh, first of all, thanks for joining us. This is a uh, experiment in progress uh, for our podcast. We're doing a live, so we're actually live in a studio here. Thanks to uh, Sean. I want to thank a pod or a podcast studio here in St. George for hosting this for us. Um, and thank all of you guys um, for actually being with us today live. Um, we've been reading comments from all over the world, which is very humbling that, you know, and Rex had said, Hey, you know, we'll try to accommodate doing a live at different parts of the time for New Zealand or wherever you guys are listening at Arkansas. Arkansas thank you. Even Arkansas, even Arkansas. Well, I lived in Arkansas for two years and I got to tell you living in little rock was my two of my favorite years I've ever been in radio. So that was awesome. So if you are in Arkansas, uh, you know, big pops props to you. Um, so we wanted to do a live because we don't really know a lot about podcasting, but a lot of you had said, hey, why don't you guys do a live and answer some questions? Rex and I try to read as many comments as possible and try to address as many things as possible. Um, but with live, uh, Sean is going to be going through your questions that you have for us live so we can kind of directly talk to you live about certain questions that you may have for us. I feel like after 10 episodes, Rex, that we've pretty much... I feel like I've given everything that I feel and know, but I guess there's more. I believe there there's some more because more events will be unfolding. We know of things that are coming up that we'll, we'll be able to comment on. But the best thing is so many people feel that they're getting help out of this and they're commenting and we can always interact with them and all of us benefit from it. So I feel really good about that. And I don't want to be negative right off the bat, but I'm just, I, okay, just watching some of these comments. And for me, um, there's there's been some things that I just want to comment on. Now, one, Uh-oh. I know, you're, you. I haven't told Rex any of this. So one is, look, I know a lot of you want to dissect my family. And I know a lot of you want to criticize my family, and I'm. If you want to do that, that's fine. But there's some things out there that we're being criticized for, or our family is that really didn't happen. And there's people on the outside of our family that are making comments that somebody from the outside looking in, thinking that they know things, or you know, they added things, or you know, things have come out. One thing that got to me on one of the comments was tell us about why you guys think that you're the, uh, the, uh, what is it? The top 5% that you are the top 5% best looking family in America and everybody else is the lower 95. There's, I know somebody that was related to us made that statement. It's absolutely wrong. So the, the thing about that is our family loves comedy and there is a comedian named Gallagher. Back in the 80s, this this comedian would smash watermelons on stage. I don't know if you know who Gallagher is, but Gallagher actually said in his routine, the lower 95. It was coming from Gallagher, and he talked about the average person in America is the lower 95. We thought that was hilarious because he was talking about all kinds of things in life. Well, that's where the whole 
Yeah, there he is. Yeah, Sean found him. <laughs> so if you guys want to watch Gallagher, he mentions the lower 95. It didn't come from our family, and it's not about being good looking. It was about, you know, things that people do. So for people in our family to, to jump on or, or say that we said that we're the best 5% looking family, that's just nonsense. So I just wanted to get that out because I don't like when things are you – know, if I get blamed for something that I did, I'll take it. But if it's something that I get blamed for that didn't happen or didn't, I want to make sure that 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 was one thing that bothered me that I want to get off my chest. As you can tell, that's one of my things that gets to me. The other thing that Rex and I talked about in one of our podcasts was about Charles. Um, and why didn't I call the police the second Charles didn't text me back? Can you elaborate on that so I don't go crazy? <laughs> you would go crazy. Well, you addressed it, I thought, pretty well in the podcast on the aftermath, okay? But you were – I happened to be in town. Adam and Zach came over that night. We didn't know that Charles had been killed. I can't remember. That it was when we came – so me and Zach came to your – Kimmy's house where right. you were on Wednesday night because okay, I just got in town. He was killed the next morning. Yeah, and you were you were telling us what you were doing there. Yeah, and we were speculating about different things about Lori, Charles, the whole, the whole thing. You didn't have a plan. No, I mean you didn't. There wasn't something set up. The plan was, hey, let's try to get Lori in front of the stake president. But there was no timing. There wasn't. Okay, we're going over at this time. You didn't know where Lori lived. You didn't know where Charles was staying. So the next morning, when you had the very now public text about, hey, Alex is over here. That's weird. Yeah, watch out. Yeah. that And then you didn't hear anything. No one in context of that situation is thinking he's going to walk in and get killed. Right. That's not a – it's not the way a reasonable person thinks. We aren't thinking that there's a killing spree going on. No. So when he did, you did a great job, I thought, explaining what you thought might have happened. Right. Why didn't Ch Charles text me back immediately? Or right. And you you had two or three ideas why he didn't. Right. None of them said, go call the police. Now, had you gone and called the police, they would have said, yeah, we know. We have someone over there right now. He got killed. Yeah. We I, got, we're on it. Yeah. Leave us alone. Right, exactly. <laughs> and Until they had a chance to investigate, at which time you did, you were able to give them some input later on. But calling in the moment would have done And, and I thought the nothing. phone call would go like this. Hey, I haven't talked to my brother-in-law in, in an hour. <laughs> well, do you usually talk to him in an hour? Have you gone a day without talking to him? Have you gone a week, a month? Yes, I've gone a week and a month without talking to him. So why is it different? Why have you haven't called them in, in an hour? Why are you calling the police? So, I mean, I, and I appreciate everybody else who made a comment on that one comment. 14 people told the person who made that comment, you don't even understand what you're talking about. So I, I do appreciate the comments, and I do appreciate people backing me up because, you know, I was telling Rex, I was like, I want to go in there and comment, but I'm not going to. And, so, and, and here you are. And here I am just letting that out. So anyways, sorry we're laughing a little bit at it, but it's ludicrous to us. Yeah. It's because just ridiculous in, in when context, you're in the context. In context, yeah. So anyways, you guys can fire any questions that you want at us. Rex, you have a couple that you wanted to read uh, from this morning. 
Well, just just offhand, I wanted to shout out. This is cool because we can shout out. Oh, I love shouting people. out. Yes. Yeah, Kathy White. Who? What I loved about Kathy, she was very active just today when we put up the response that, hey, we're going to be there tonight. And she is going around helping other people. She is commenting on telling them what was going on and helping them with time zones, et cetera. Oh, I love that. And um, so I wanted to address her question. Thank you. Her question first. Do either of you think you will attempt to visit Lori in prison? Also, will you be at Chad's trial? I'll, I'll go first so okay. you can. I doubt that I'll visit Lori because it's not the same person. I, would, I doubt that I would be successful getting her out of her delusion and talking to Lori in her delusion is a different person with whom I cannot relate and I am not related basically in that you know, while she's in her delusion. So if I thought a purpose could be served for Lori, for me, for anyone else by visiting her, I would be glad to do it, glad to talk to her. Mm. Um, I don't think there would be. And then what was the other question with that? Uh, are you going to charge trial? Oh, uh, again, if there is a purpose, if I, I determine or if my wife determines there's a purpose for me. She's like the one that got you last time, yeah. Um, I, I will go. I don't have plans to right now, but okay. but I wouldn't hesitate to go. I'm not against going. My answer to will I ever see go visit Lori in prison? As of right now, the answer is no, but I think in the future, I would want to sit in front of her face-to-face to find out what we're dealing with as far as like to see and hear in person and to have a conversation and ask the questions that I want to ask and get the reception or the the answers that she may say I I need to I feel like I do need to have that um so I feel like in the future I think I would like to I don't know if she would ever want to see me in jail because I think she put me on the list to be killed as a zombie so I'm not sure about that. As far as Chad goes, I've never met Chad. I don't know anything about Chad. Zero about Chad, except for he married my sister and he's, uh, you know, the, the lead of this cult. Uh, I don't have any uh, desire to go to Chad's trial. I hope he gets everything he deserves. That's all I can say. All right. And I saw a comment scroll by. So many people still want us to talk about Melanie. And one asked the valid comment, do we interact with Melanie right now? I don't have a problem interacting with her when I was down there. Um, they're down in the Phoenix area, and she stopped by my daughter's house. Okay, she stopped by my daughter's house, and I was glad to interact with her. Of course, I didn't say, so what part did you have in in trying, the attempt on Brandon? Why? Not because I'm afraid to ask tough questions, but why would she tell me anything different than she's told anyone else? I don't see any value in me trying to confront her with right. the questions we all have. Yeah. Because she's made statements on all those questions, and she's not going to tell me anything different. Right. But I, I, I feel the same way. Yeah, and we don't have much interaction with her. We aren't opposed to having interaction with her. But no. But we aren't going to get something from her that she hasn't given to anyone else already. Yeah, that's true. Um, the other one, who's the other Melanie? Melanie Melanie Gibb. Gibb. There's yeah. a question about Which, Melanie by Gibb. the way, I've never met her either. Neither have I. Okay. I don't know anything about her except for what I've learned about, you know, over the trial, over the this time of being in the trial. 
And then I guess she has a husband or a boyfriend. She David Warnick, Warnick or Warwick. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know his name. Yep. But the night that JJ was killed, that we believe JJ was killed, they were both there. And later they got married. I understand. That's all I know about that. I don't have any contact with her, never have, never met her. Um, I have the same questions everyone else does, and I hope facts come out and we find out more about it. I can give you this, and this may be a nugget for a lot of people that want to hear this. I've never met Melanie Gibb, but I know from listening before all this stuff went down that my mom and my sister and Melanie Pulowski did not like Melanie Gibb. They didn't like her. They didn't like her the way she was. She didn't like the way she interacted with Lori. None of them liked her. So I don't know if that's a nugget for somebody or it, if I don't know. I mean, that's that's all I know. Another question that's come up a couple times even earlier today. Has Lori been excommunicated, meaning excommunicated, kicked From the out church? of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? I have no I have idea. no clue. And I think... Maybe someone knows. I mean, the church doesn't usually announce that today. I guess back in the 1800s, they'd put it in the paper. Someone <laughs> pointed out. Yeah. Um, but Actually, back in the 80s, they made you stand up in front of everybody. Oh. In okay. Sacrament. In yeah. the 1980s? How yeah, old are you, Sean? Yeah, yeah. Sean, <laughs> did you stand? I had to ask my mom what was going on. I'm like, what's going on? Well, we'll talk later about that. Why are okay, you standing but, up, Mom? Oh. But I don't know, and I I don't keep track of yeah, I don't, facts like that. No clue about Sorry, any of that yes. stuff. Yeah. What's the next one? Just do not know. Uh, I know that Chad Daybell got excommunicated. Okay. 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 So Chad's so been ex- somebody you know said, more than we do. Somebody, as is often the case. Yes. And the th- one oh. thing too, one, real quick, just just to know that you know Rex and I are in here talking about this case, but we're also talking about healing, and we're talking about you know natural law, making better decisions in the group of help, help and all that stuff. With all that being said, there were times during this trial that I didn't listen to one thing. So I, you guys know probably way more about this case than either me or Rex. Put together. Put together. So um, when you guys tell us something and and people are making comments, man, you guys don't know anything about the case. We don't know very much about the case. Our perspective is from our family of what we saw happen from our perspective. As far as details about the case, you guys know way more than we do. And let's say it like this. Some people in our family have always been known just about the case always been known to improve a story when they tell it. Mm-hmm. And so we can't even trust what we hear in our family True. In, in some cases. Yeah, in so, some side, yeah. So we just, uh, some of that we don't know. And shout out to my Facebook group as long as we're giving. That's You're in a Facebook group? Yeah, I'm one of them that followed followed the case. Yeah. And I'm there to get information. They know so much more than we do. Oh, okay. And so if I have a question, sometimes I'll post there. Sometimes I'll ask one of our friends that also has followed it. Shout out to all of you who have followed this case, spent hours and hours researching. You're the ones we go to for detailed information because we missed it. There, This gets so heavy sometimes. Yeah. We just I shut. I, I shut down from so much of it. I just completely shut down. Um, I'm sure the number one question says CBH 861 will be, had the children's remains been turned over to the family for burial? They have not. 
and my understanding from from Larry Woodcock, uh, sitting next to him, I'm like name dropping here. Yeah, I love Larry and Kay. I'm so grateful for them and what they've done. But sitting next to him, he is talking with someone about that at the at the um, sentencing. Yeah, he's talking with someone about that, and his understanding is that they probably won't get the remains till the trials are all over. You know, okay, so it's going to be a it's going to be a minute. Yeah. Okay. Anything else on uh, people are asking questions on our live, by the way. Thanks for joining us live. I don't know what time it is where you guys are, but it's like five something here in St. George. <laughs> this is prime time for us. Right. Uh, how is Colby Brandon and the people who were keeping Brandon safe? Oh, who were the people keeping Brandon safe? Um, I don't know. I know uh, Brandon went into hiding for a little bit. Um f- I think maybe family or I don't know who he went into hiding, but he went, did go. He didn't tell me where he was, which, you know, he was felt that he needed to do that. Um, Colby, on the other hand, um, I think Colby's dealing with his own family, like his kids and his, so he's going through something with his family. Um, As far as I know, he's doing good. He's got a job and he's, he's, I think he's, back with his wife and his kids. I mean, I think that's what's going on. Um, but I I don't know a lot about um, Colby because, you know, there's certain things in the family that some people don't want people to talk. And I don't know, it's, it's weird. But um, I think he's doing okay, if that's what you're asking me. Yeah, he's doing the best he can as far as we know. And uh, we all pray for him. I know a lot of people listening, commenting, believe in prayer. We continue the prayers for yeah. him. My feeling is he's lost the most in this whole, oh, for whole sure. situation. Yeah. But th- it's not possible for us to reach out, to sit down, to hang out, to right. um, even express things to him. Right. I understand. I know you, you uh, tried texting him last week Yeah. just to show support and love and um, I found out his phone has changed twice since then. Okay. So the somebody else, somebody else, hey, the, my text went to somebody else. They're like, um, this guy's trying to get a hold of somebody. Do you mind yeah. if I throw in one? This is from Stella Luna. I love that name. Star, oh. Star Moon. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Stella Luna. Sure. She, um, she was orphaned when she is a teen, like, like I was. And she asked the question, what lessons from your past trauma have helped you now? And I'll, I'll tell you, Stella Luna, the biggest lesson from that for me was I can't blame my parents for anything, even for, for dying early when I was, when I was a teen. That's, that's just helped me realize um, when I was on my own, and late teen, 18 years old. Yeah. Um, but there is nothing from my upbringing, and my dad died when I was nine, we weren't very well off living there in Rialto. Right. Um, but, you know, our life was fine. My life in particular was charmed. My siblings, not so much, if, we, if you listen to our stories. But the fact that my parents died then, I can't blame anything on that. I am responsible for every freaking decision I have made in my life. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I didn't have my parents at certain times, um, Sure, I wish I had them at a lot of times. Right. Um, mostly to buy me Slurpees after games. Maybe that's why I did <laughs> so that so That's why so you much did that for me? And, and Alex. Oh, that's great. Um, but it's all, it's all my responsibility. 
So regardless of my family background, and that's why I don't put a whole lot of effort into Lori's family background. From my viewpoint, being right there around the corner for a lot of the years, a couple miles away for the other years, um, I don't see that there's any reason for Lori's background. It helps us to connect some things maybe, but Lori's decision to be evil wasn't because of her family background, her religion, her school life, or whether she took drugs or not, whether Alex's ex-wife saw them doing inappropriate, whether she is abused or not. It's just those are, those are external, just like we all have influences external. We all have difficulties in our lives that are external. We still make our own decisions, and to do something as evil as she did, you can't pin it on those factors. Even though they're an influence, influences are external. And so I don't spend a lot of time with myself, with Lori, with anyone else saying, oh, that's their background. So their background is the reason, is, they, is they, the reason for that. Or could have started all this stuff. Like we told you. Definitely an influence, yeah. but not a decision maker. No. We're our own decision Yeah, makers. and I know that's the biggest question is like, well, what, what happened in her childhood? What, like, look, as far as I know, I, I can tell you this. I had a great childhood. I had a great teenagehood, kids, young adult. Everything was great for, for me in the family. And I didn't see anybody having any difficult things in our family uh, that would cause any of this stuff to happen. Um, so as you can see, Summer and myself didn't do any of this. We came from the same group. So, you know, it happened within the last four or five years. They made a change and they followed and they – you know, whatever it is that they did. So anyways, yeah. One more, one more question from the from earlier today, just, okay. just from the responses. Do we know who was driving the Jeep when Brandon was shot? Well, I believe it was Alex. Driving I, and shooting? Yes. And so he just climbed in the back, yes. shot, hop, hop, that, back and front. That would be my, I mean, I could be completely wrong, but my guess would be that it was just Alex. Like he took the Jeep he got in the back. He had the gun. He shot at Brandon, um, and and then took off. At that po- at that moment in time, um, Brandon had called me after uh, it just must have happened like five or ten minutes ago. He called me freaked out. Somebody just took a shot at me at my house, and I was like, "What?" Like I literally I started freaking out. And he was like, "There was a jeep, and there was a gun, and it's bis." He Brandon said it missed his head literally by an inch, and went through the roof. And I said, well, where are, what happened? Where are you? So he said he took off, you know, uh, and, you know, got in his car and took off and called the police, obviously. But I think he was in his car. He just took off. Yeah, he just took off because he was in his car. So, you know, later, if you know, and some people are like, well, Alex couldn't have drove all the way from Idaho to Arizona. I said he was a truck driver. He could drive for 18 hours straight. He, that's what he did. So that doesn't surprise me at all. So that's who I definitely think it was Alex. I think someone asked the question because someone recently, and I don't even remember where this was, even though it was a recent question, um, thought that maybe Melanie was driving the Jeep. And again, we don't know, but I tend to doubt that because Melanie had the kids. Brandon had dropped the kids off. Right. So, yes, someone else could have been watching the kids and Melanie driving him, but why wouldn't that other person just drive? I don't could so, Chad have been driving it? Could, it was, were, there al- were there alibis? Could, I don't know. But knowing Alex doing things on his own, 
I mm-hmm. believe he was by himself. Yeah, and I don't believe that's unrealistic for him to drive, hop in the back, take the shot, hop back up front. No. Take I don't, off. No. So that, yeah, to us, we that, don't know. To me, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, me too. We don't know. Let's see what else uh, we have. Hello here. from Layton, Utah. Oh, that's up the street. Someone else. I saw it. I saw someone from a pastry shop in Laverkin. Laverkin. Oh we, my gosh. We ought to check that out pretty soon. Bring oh. me donuts. <laughs> no, what's yeah. the what's the place in Laverkin that I love? There's like a restaurant right there on the main road. Uh the Sage got, Coach. No. No. What's Tri- it called? Triple T's? No, what's the other one? Which one? The uh, In Laverkin? Yeah. The, the Maverick? With no. the tornadoes? Those are good. No, it's that one that's on the you, you're driving in, it's on the left-hand side and it overlooks a cliff or something. Oh, the uh, Red, uh, Red Rock uh, River, yes. River Ro- Roasting River Rock Roasting Company. That one. Yeah, the coffee place and pizza place. So they got good food. See, I'm good for something around here. Yeah. Any comments on Visions of Glory or other of those books? Neither of us read Visions of Glory. So sorry. Sorry. I, on hey, that one. but you know, I know there's a lot of people that read that book and really like that book. Um, I've never read it. Rex has never read it. But the people that we've talked to that have read it, they they seem to like it. Um, so I don't know. How's Lori being treated by other prisoners? We don't know about that. Haven't heard it. Do you know anything about that? Jana stalks her regularly. Uh-uh. She hasn't said anything about any prisoners or Lori talking to anybody. Okay. Mm-mm. You know, there's so many great comments here that we appreciate. We have just... Um, we're going to hold on to them, and we will continue to try to ad- address them, and we're going to do a lot more lives. I, I love this. What do you think? Yeah, I, th- I think this is a good thing. Here's another question. Uh, Adam, how are your parents doing? God bless them both. I told this on the last podcast. My parents have lost so many kids and had such so many you know, dreadful things happen. I do not know how they get out of bed every day and just stand up and walk. I, they, they, I mean, they're devastated and they should be devastated. And I hope that, you know, they can be healed. I hope we all can be healed. Um, so I know when people ask, thank you for asking, thank you for praying for our family. We're going to need it going in the future. We're trying to all, you know, make, like we said, make sense of it. And we're all trying to, you know, forgive and try to move forward. So that's the process that we're in as a family. But yeah, my mom and dad, I just they they've been through uh, a lot. So yeah, I, I to answer how they're doing, that's I, that's the best I can do on that one. I, I love that one. Can we all have a Grunkle Rex? <laughs> yes. Yes. Just find an old guy that loves you. <laughs> yeah. And you I have a Grunkle Rexer. That's my that's my redeeming um, trait. Is uh, I love Adam and our. Other nieces, nephews, other great uh, greases and yeah, and, greats, uh, grefews. <laughs> yeah, Rex has been Rex has been great my whole life. Way before this, it's been we we've been doing really good together. Did uh, they still believe in zombies, or were they added to their beliefs when they wanted to kill Charles, or did they always believe in zombies? I don't know about always, but if, didn't you say that you your yeah. your theory is is that. Uh, Chad would just make things up as it goes to fit the narrative for him and Lori to follow him. And that that was part of how they got Alex to kill people. Was the zombie thing. I believe that, but it it had come up before that. 
So I don't know how incorporated it was. I wasn't, of course, in the inner circle, nor have I heard. Yeah. And, and by the way, this is the third time I'd, I've, I've wanted to say that and, and stop myself. Some of you that know the answers to these questions, please comment. Tell us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tell us. Because there have been a couple comments where I thought, well, probably half the people listening know the answer to that. We don't. Yeah. Don't feel bad about commenting, even if you are wildly speculating, because Adam and I wildly speculate on occasion. Oh. Like we did our last podcast yeah. about Alex. Um, will you ever forgive Lori? We were asked that in an interview recently. You and I were. I have a new answer. Do you really? Yeah. Because yeah, I've I, thought I, a lot about it since then. Okay, because I heard your answer, and I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, in my mind, for my... Healing how you fit? Yeah. How you function? I don't feel. I know it hurt hurts deeply, and the effects are going to last maybe the rest of our lives and our family, etc. But I'm not taking it personally. Like I have to forgive Lori for what she did. What she did was so grievous, and God has to work that out. As far as what she did for me, if I can, when I get over the anger, I'll be fine with it. And I keep thinking I'm there, but then something comes up to remind me how the kids die, and it takes me back, yeah, back to that anger. So I haven't overcome, I haven't reached that yet, but I don't feel I need to forgive her as if she did something directly to, to you, me. right? I feel I just need to work on myself and get get that anger out and the underlying feelings that the anger is covering. As far as me, um, you know, I, and I told you I'm the type of person that I feel like I have to forgive so I can move forward so the poison that the hate and, and the anger inside me doesn't eat me up because I'm built different than Rex or built different than any. Everybody's mm -hmm. built different, how they handle things. Um, I don't think I have forgiven Lori yet. Uh, I don't know when that will be. I don't know how to do it yet. Uh, hopefully time can help me or therapy or Whatever, but yeah, at some point, I hope I can forgive her. Okay, let's read this, and we have to go. We actually have a commitment we're going to be going to. Oh, okay. I believe that Zom, this is Patty G. And by the way, if we mispronounce your name, I'm really sorry. I hate getting names wrong. That but looks it right. Looks a lot like that looks Patty right, G. Patty G. I believe the zombie idea came up in a text between Chad and Lori. I recall seeing the texts that were part of the arrest affidavit. See, we had the people watching this are going to answer some of these questions so much better than we are. So right. keep keep answering them. We'll keep this episode posted. Are you both still active LDS? Yes, yeah. that's an easy answer. Yeah, um, we will we will keep this this live posted and comments hopefully come with it. We don't even know that that if it's posted, will all these comments be with it? But I'm not, hopefully I don't know. Be. I don't know anything about this live. This is a weird, this is just a test. This is to see how it goes. So, so Sean, so the ones that are on the screen, I believe, I think the ones on the side are as well. Okay. We'll find out after we hit stop. Yeah, we will. <laughs> so thank you for uh, letting us test this out on you. We'll get better at lives. We'll do more. We'll get better at answering and just what we answer. But thank you so much for letting us test out the live on you. And thanks for all the comments, too. Keep the comments yes. coming and uh, let us know how we can all help. And thank you, Sean. Good job, Sean. This has been Tylee and JJ's Silver Linings Podcast. Your input is helping us make sense of this. We encourage your comments on our Facebook page or email Tylee and JJ Silver Linings at gmail.com.
This has been a production from a podcast studio.